Welcome to the Matrix Minute, a podcast where we talk about the Matrix movie one minute at a time. I am Tim War. Who are you? Hello, Timon. I am Phil, and I'm the one who didn't do the intro today in this special episode. And The Matrix was the first DVD to have a million copies sold. That's a lot of copies. Yep. First DVD have to I do got that. information for you. My name is Jake, and I would love to tell you, not 100% sure if this is true or not, but according to my research, The Matrix was the first film to be shot in the then just opened Fox Studios in Sydney. Oh, wow. So wow. I can't vouch for the truth on that, but it could be true because I heard in 1998 they, they opened that Fox yeah, Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Sounds about right. Yeah, um, and then the Star Wars prequels, the episode two and three were shot there. No way. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. Mm. Magical. With those amazing well, digital cameras with tapes. I love those digital cameras. And uh, this is a interestingly um, interesting episode because we are here. We've made it. At last. To At last. Morpheus. Morpheus. Why don't you tell us what happens in minute 26? Minute 26. Before entering the double doors in an old hotel to meet Morpheus, Trinity tells him, be honest, he knows more than you can imagine. And we finally meet the man himself, in the old room with the two armchairs and in the middle, a stool with a glass of water. Neo shakes Morpheus's hand, but Morpheus tells him that he is honored to meet him, more than Neo is to meet him. Neo takes a seat and Morpheus closes the door behind him and wonders if he feels a bit like Alice, talking to Neo, tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? And that's how the minute ends, my friends. Okay, Morpheus! Morpheus is here. Morpheus! 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 Morpheus. Let's start with the essentials. No, let's talk about the build-up here. No. Let's talk about the essentials. Well, she tells him things. Yes, no, she wait. says... One piece of advice, okay, be honest, he knows more than you can imagine. And that rotating camera that um, goes to the center of the door, and he's about to walk in. That is cool. Really like that. Now, Trinity's freaking him a little bit. This is like, oh, she's yes, being she a little is. bit like... It's just, she's being a like, bit like, Morpheus, well, why would that be like Morpheus. Like, what, what, what is this, like an interview? And Morpheus is going to ask him questions. So do you hack good, Neil? Do Tell me, and he goes, how I many had years' experience have you had? Yeah. In, uh, and he's like, C-sharp. oh, I have 40 years of experience. So. But you're only 30. I know everything. I hacked into your Matrix database, your D-base, <laughs> and I found out that uh, you're not 50. I don't even know. But uh, yeah, I don't understand now, that. Trinity, I, I, I think like, Trinity is trying to just sort of build up. Hype could it up. all look up to Morpheus? Well, I got hyped up when I was watching the film. Definitely. Yes, I thought they were going to meet some kind of like monster or something. Well, you know, I have some stories about what happened when we met Morpheus when I first saw this, because I remember that the most, and it's going to be funny to say. But anyway, okay. did you notice that Trinity's wearing an interesting coat? She doesn't really wear that. You're right. Afterwards, I don't think. So. Mm. I've only noticed this now. It's like one of those streaker trench coats. I don't, guys, I think you're, I think like, she actually wears that at the lobby. Does she not? Oh, maybe. No. We're going to have to wait she's to wearing, She's wearing like... She wears all kinds of like super PVC... Um, she has like a whole set. She like bought it. She didn't fill the construct. The, the construct, like they made this whole set for her, and it's all the same, same material. It's oh, just different uh, cuts. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's kind of cool, though, how they all wear different things. Well, definitely, but I mean, they're all very black and well, not really. In this first moon, uh, yeah, yeah, everyone's only sort Morpheus. Of, well, Switch is just all white. That's cool. Yeah, I dig that. An eight box, all gangster. So Trinity says he knows more 
than you think. Than you can imagine. Than you can imagine. So even more than he can imagine. What does she mean by that? Well, Morpheus knows quite a bit. And then when you watch it in uh, retrospect, you're like, oh yeah, of course he knows a lot because uh, this is all a simulation. And that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say that we're moving from minimal basic storytelling to multi-leveled expansions. Okay. Which, you know. Go on. Which is, th- th- that, that's what's going to make the film, you know, much more than it seemed, you know, in the past 26 minutes. So in the past 26 minutes, we were all just going with the mystery and the linear storytelling of a man being chased and weird people talking to him over the phones and, uh, you know, having a cyber criminal record. But we had hints of, you know, uh, creepy things happening, the mouth melting and the bug. And then we had uh, people jumping up and down. That's impossible. Remember that? They're just doing crazy stunts that no one can do. And of course, the underlying mystery of what is the Matrix. And what is is the Matrix? That we don't understand could it be a person? Could it be a thing? Could I almost thought mode? it was a person when I was watching this uh, minute here. Um, when I oh, you thought you're going to meet the Matrix instead of yeah, the Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is it? Who is it? Why? Could be anything. What was its reasoning? So, um, yeah. So now this is where the game changes. This is where we're delving into the rabbit hole and with all the al- illusions. No. This is the reveal. Yeah, not, not, only, not only the reveal of our character Morpheus here, but also of uh, what the film really will be about. about. Yeah, I like that. And uh, so Morpheus, he's showing up, and then he's just looking out the window, standing solemnly, like a, like a statue in the rain in the old hotel with his trench coat, you know, when he's standing there in that wide shot. And also, he's, he always folds his arms in, weir- in a weird way. Did you well, notice he's that? he's like, you know, stoic. He's a reverend. He's like, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah, he could be kind of priestly. Listen. Quite priestly. He has his little stance. Can we get the basics? Uh, tell us, Philip. I'm sure you did your research. Morpheus. Meaning of the name. Well, it means God of Dreams. And it's that comes in, from? Uh, isn't the, it Greek? The Greek... Um, mythology? Mythology. Yeah. Anything else Morpheus. we can add? Does he morph? I, th- yeah, I thought you, you had this plan. You know, if you give me waiting. five seconds, uh, if you give me five minutes, I will. Well, because I want to get, I want to actually touch on some of these because it's interesting because there's a lot of elements from different mythologies and historical and philosophical uh, names and themes. So we might as well just mention some, so in case someone doesn't know. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's his name means God of Dreams, but you know, the Morpheus in this movie, obviously, uh, he's doing the opposite. He's Taking people Correct. out of dreams. Yeah, that's what I was wondering as well. And he's also a Sandman reference to uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman really? comics. Yeah, the main character is Sandman Morpheus. Cool, <laughs> I didn't know that. And, okay, that's uh, pretty Neil, cool. Neil Gaiman would actually uh, write some of the Matrix comics too. No way. So it goes full circle. Hey, hmm. what do you know? The funny thing that I've noticed re-watching this scene is all the times I watched The Matrix when I was younger, since you know, you're watching it and you kind of put yourself in Neil's shoes so you say I see through his eyes back in the day I would always see the age difference between Neo and Morpheus much bigger I don't know if about you like no, I would I seem like a 20 years when I was watching it would be he's like he's the old wise man and Neo is like the young oh right yeah okay mm-hmm. but watching now you know having like you know 
much more years where where like the age difference they look like the same yeah age. <laughs> very, very you couldn't tell very relative, yeah they all look relatively same they age and they're all like on par yes definitely contemporaries as compared to when i was a kid like more that is a good point older, well that's funny because um, yeah when you do get older and uh when i was in fifth grade i thought the sixth graders were giants and dude wise when i was old people the sixth graders were right when i was no when i was in sixth grade the seniors in high school my goodness adults yeah you're going what and And now you get to talk and you're like this is what and then now you're you go back and you're like what who are these children (laughs) kids are getting younger when they're going to high school and then you remember yeah no wait i was that young it's weird (laughs) if you look 13 and you're looking at an 18 year old it's basically a grandpa Yes. Yes, you're looking at an 18-year-old and they go, who are you, child? Hello, yeah. child. Hello, so, yeah, child. That's a good point. I never school. noticed that. Do you go to high school? Good... I'm working at uh, university. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, exactly. So what's interesting is that... Uh... When they meet, it's all wide angle. Oh. It's all wide shots. It's really cool. I like it. You can see so much of the frame. And it's just... I think that it, that's what makes the impact better because it gives the audience a chance to see it, the entire... Uh, area and the surrounding when uh, Morpheus and Neo yeah. meet. And I love that close-up when the camera pushes into Morpheus and he turns. Oh, it's so good. And he does a little smile and goes, at last. It's interesting because I really can't remember the feeling of this scene when we first watched it. When we watched it oh, I, I have a story for you, my oh, friend. Okay, let's hear it. Well, you've been hyping up the story, so get yeah. it out. So when I, was hear a kid, it. when I was a kid, I remember clearly when we meet Morpheus, I really didn't connect uh, the picture that we saw, because we just saw it for one brief instance, uh, you know, the Heathrow one. Um, but I did see action figures. Um, you know, I mentioned that back in the intro. Um, <laughs> these little action yeah. figures that showed, like, the agent uh, doing the bullet time thing, but the effect was, like, they would put different, like, the agent in different poses with, like, slime, which is supposed to look like uh, motion blurs, so it looks like... But it was like I said, multiple figures. Yeah, and if people didn't re-listen to the intro, I mentioned that um, I thought it was kind of like a Cronenberg horror kind of movie sort of uh, thing going on. You know, that kind of body horror thing. So I thought freaky yeah, stuff like, like that mixture, would happen. Like I didn't thing. know what Cronen, who Cronenberg was or what body horror was, but I got the concept, you know, like uh, subconsciously when I was a child, which is when I was 11. So... Um, when we were watching this scene, I remember with Stan, our older cousin, and my dad, and you, Jake, and me, and we were watching it, um, Morpheus shows up in the movie, finally. And then I saw him with those glasses, and I remembered those glasses. And then um, I still remember saying, oh, wait, wait, is that the guy that has tentacles in his eyes or something? Really? Yeah, because I thought he never took off his glasses because he probably has some kind of, like, weird like tentacles in his eyes where'd you get the idea from tentacles i don't know because i was yeah yeah the the cronenberg thing and i thought that would be like in comics that i probably like glanced at (laughs) at the comics very useful we meet yeah he never he never takes off his glasses so we'll see it one scene someone takes them off and you can see like some oh yeah (laughs) tentacles but what are like like little telescopic tentacles that kind of come out no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe like the Sentinels. Yeah, like that, like that, like that. Oh, just like... And and I really... Like small ones, you know, like little ones. Oh, like, oh little oh, tiny little ones. Little ones. Yeah, like he, does, like he doesn't have foot eyes. Foot-long tentacles. Yeah. No, not foot-long <laughs> tentacles, oh. just like little eyes. Like, little tongues. Yeah, I don't know oh. what I'm talking... I don't know what I'm that thinking That is some crazy of. stuff. That's, that's, that's what I thought The Matrix was going to be. I thought it was going to be weird stuff like that that I wouldn't comprehend. But and, you were wrong. And I didn't expect to actually like it as much as I did when we finished watching it. So. Well, yeah, but I think, but I think when we used to watch movies when we were kids i think we we're also apprehensive <laughs> and so movies. i still remember saying so is that the guy with tentacles in his eyes or what 
I still remember that. Silence. First, oh. Yeah, like, and Yoni's probably just like, <laughs> that's my <laughs> face uh, palm sound effect. <laughs> maybe they didn't even hear you, so you're okay. You're safe. So what's interesting you is You never knew until now. Maybe Phil will shush me, but this room reappears in the film. Oh, shut up. What? Shut up. There's the shushing. Why returns. can't we talk so about this shushing. when it happens? Because we're here and I want to point okay, out you know the what? room It's going to be a long room. time until we talk exactly. about it again. Yeah, we'll forget People about will it. Forget so, about it. so forget it. This room so, so, yeah. appears again. Uh, we just realized recently, later uh-huh. on, when there's a glitch in the Matrix and when Mouse is house-sitting, he's sitting yes. there reading the newspapers in the very same room. Did you know that? Oh, oh and, and then behind him is the door. Yes. The it turns, window, into, and it turns into a brick wall because they changed something. Oh, didn't know that yeah. for years. I thought it was a and totally different place. Okay, that, that's interesting. But I have to say that uh, the set design so far we've seen um, only two, well, kind of three kind of worlds, but we've seen this sort of old hotel, grimy. Uh, what, what kind of style? Because this is not noir. Because noir wasn't never this grimy. This is like what I is think like, this is like what? What's like the first? What is the first thirties to fifties, something like that? I would say that sort of u- utilized. Did you know, Phil? What's the what's the first sort of art, I guess not art form or story form where we've seen this kind of aesthetic? I, you know, this. I don't know. I just I just all I can think of is the Maltese Falcon. That's all yeah. I, I the think, Maltese Falcon. I think it's no, a hard back to like, sort of early early periods of film maybe um but there's definitely that sort of like um th- though i have to say like art nouveau blade runner I guess. blade runner and stuff like that in the 80s had a lot of this this because in the 70s and the 80s new york and all these cities detroit and everything chicago was kind of falling apart and downtown was totally crap and everything so all these old buildings that were grand would kind of go into oh, this yeah, grimy yeah, yeah, state yeah, yeah. so remember like blade runner and all these movies Especially the sort of well, post-apocalyptic kind of like, yeah, well, ones, like I, I was, uh, I was Robocop. Gonna, yeah, yeah, Robocop. Yeah, um, that's like a what do you call that? The um, totalitarian? No, no, no. Uh, the dystopian. Um, yeah, definitely kind of dystopian stuff. city kind of. But yeah. it's kind of Art Nouveau. You should check out some Art Nouveau. Okay, maybe the whole idea is also like post, you know, like Roaring Twenty stuff like that. Yeah. everything is like like you said. Oh, you know what? Destroyed. Which, which movie also reminds me of the set setting? Uh, what was it called? Uh, the Terry G one, the Twelve Monkeys, had a lot of these oh, sort man. of I watched I like breakdown Detroit like you know like places. So it's very nice, and I like the sort of comparison when you compare it to Neo's workspace, which is like very straight oh, yeah. lines and, <laughs> and quite clean compared yeah. to this. I I always like the aesthetic they picked because essentially this is like the the crew in the film is basically like they're very much sort of renegades. And they have to sort renegades of, of funk. They find themselves. I don't know if it's on purpose or not. Maybe they're hiding in inconspicuous places, but it just happens to be so. Like we mentioned before, that stylistically, it still um, gives off an interesting vibe, and it isn't something super. You know, it's not super ugly, but it's clearly not. You know, yeah. It's all broken down. So was this uh, Philip? Was this in the original sort of like storyboards and everything? Was this art uh, like from the beginning? Oh, the architecture or was this like a later. Just, just the scene setting, like the oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. set. It's a set, right? Probably, yeah, it it's is. not a yeah. real place. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Down. So yeah, it was, was, was nice. It, yeah, that's that's pretty close to what they were thinking of. Well, I think the chairs are iconic. Uh-huh. At this point. The red chairs 
armchairs. Oh yeah, yeah those yeah, are yeah. sweet. I have to say, and uh, it's nice that they reuse them later in the film. During the scene, or Morpheus explains the Matrix to Neo. Mm-hmm. Morpheus mm-hmm. likes nice. those chairs. He brings them he in from the construct. I really but it's so like funny because they are so chairs. like broken down and ugly too. But you're just like, I shall sit here, <laughs> Neo. I always wondered, like, because everything was so grimy. I always thought, I wonder if that's wa- that water is even clean. That's oh I no, th- it's super I, clean. That's it's the best, yeah. the finest Matrix water mm. the simulation uh-huh. can create. Or Morpheus just stuck the glass out of the window, <laughs> grab some rain, yeah, rainwater. Rain. Mm, this would be good for Neo. Well, do you know how Morpheus, you know, alternatively could have began his speeches? Do you think that's water you're drinking? <laughs> and Neo would go. He would go. <laughs> That's all he would say. Yeah. He wouldn't spit it out and go, What did you put in there? <laughs> what is it? Water, Neo. Calm I think down. He, he would just look confusingly at Morpheus. Morpheus would look at him and go, smile and go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he says, he tells Neo, the honor is mine. That's the right. honor is mine. It shifts this, the curiosity to make us wonder what makes you know, Neo so special. You know, what's so important, you know, with... What, what's Neo? Because we've hung out with Neo for the, ne- well, for the mean, past we've been 26 dropped, minutes. Been hints dropped all the time about Neo being the one, the one, well, the once, one, the one. The like one. once or twice. I just wouldn't know important. it like from watching the movie. Maybe. Yeah. If I was smarter, older. But back in the day, I, I didn't what catch it until he starts beating it into him. The one, you're the one, that, you're the one, you're the one, you're the one. I'm just saying that um, the focus shifts from uh, us being in awe of Morpheus to us going, oh, we, the one. Neo, what? You yes. know, that's how he's important. We get the. So it kind of does a kind of does a switcheroo that, though. When it comes with that, I'm just saying that that's kind of that's what's going on in the narrative now. Yeah, yeah. we're switching gears to um, uh, being um, more curious about our own main character. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's true that Neo. And I wanted to say that he sits down and he looks at the glass of water when you know Morpheus goes, yeah. "Come sit down." And then you see just the shot of Neo just standing there, and then there's that glass of water. It's just. Uh, it's really cool. I really like that little bit of subtlety there. And then he just says, feel a lot like Alice, tumbling down the rabbit hole. Little little reference. Little reference to, to Lewis Carroll. Yeah, you know, I was wondering, I wanted to ask you guys. And uh, that's think, all I have to say about that, because it's like a little too obvious in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I mean, I well, that, it's, it's what's already happening. You know, we you have the, the white start rabbit of it with Joy no, and his girlfriend and the white rabbit. Was that I and believe then, uh, this that is the that is the extent So they have a little plan. The they, they thought of this, you know, beforehand. What I simply wanted to say is that I believe that the Alice in Wonderland reference, the only extent of it is that reference of tumbling down the rabbit hole and falling that rabbit. I think that's it. I don't think there's any more Lewis Carroll references in the film, to my knowledge. Maybe are there, on our journey we'll find out more. That's it. But I'm, I'm asking you guys, though, are there any more references? Because I always wonder I have no idea. There are. But I think maybe it's just, we'll see somewhere. Maybe down we'll buy and read the book. I've only seen yep. the Disney movie. And thus begins our whole end of the month with just Morpheus talking to Neo, pretty much, more or less. <laughs> it's yep. like two weeks of Morpheus and Neo. Before, <laughs> welcome. Welcome yes. to the Maturik. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of talk about Morpheus. Let's hope we have some stuff to talk about. Well, I have to do some research as well. <laughs> well, I'm go- what I wanted to say at the finish, I'm going to save it for the next episode. Oh. So um, let's go on to the next episode. Wait, quick announcements. You can follow us at Facebook. You can write there. I you would can, love to hear on, people. We would write love there. to hear. I would also, love to write there. Also, if you have I... any uh, additions to make uh, on stuff that we probably missed, yes, we would love. We to would hear love stuff to hear it and, and uh, because of course reiterate we can't cover that. anything. We're only doing our best. 
how much we know, but we would love yeah. to hear stuff that you guys always picked up on or noticed, or maybe your personal experience or stories watching the movie. We would love to hear you guys' stuff. Because let's yeah. be honest, so you, you probably know more than us. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Most likely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you can, you can write on Facebook. There's actually a Facebook group now you can join, and we can chat there. And it's closed, obviously, so it's a private group, so you don't have to be publicly writing. Um, you can also catch us on Twitter. Twitter? We basically just post episode updates there. And uh, yeah, you can find us as well on iTunes, and you can rate us as usual. Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, that's it for the yeah. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Yes, Whoa! It's been lovely. <laughs>